podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being. Being well. Some of the topics are addiction, fear, faith, self-compassion, relationships, codependency, emotional intelligence, and more. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. Young wrote, the symbols of the self arise in the depth of the body. People engage in body-oriented psychotherapy to reconnect with their instincts, affirm their feelings, develop healthy relationships, and explore more satisfying ways of working. They want to learn how to embody their deepest values. Along the way, they often form a more realistic body image. They come to know and to love who they are and connect with the life force that is deeper and more meaningful than they have previously known. The Dancing Body in Psychotherapy In this episode, Satsuko Tsushiya explains why dance is one of the oldest forms of somatic therapy. Originally from Japan, Satsuko Tsushiya came to the United States and earned a bachelor's degree in liberal arts while studying Western somatic therapy at Hawaii College of Health Sciences. After becoming a licensed massage therapist, she began wondering if there could be such a thing as somatic body therapy that is independent of language and universally applicable to all cultures. She is the member of USA Dance, Japan Dance Sport Federation, Japan American Dance Therapy Association, Japan Dance Therapy Association, and an honored fellow of the American Association of Integrative Medicine. Here is the interview with Satsuko Tsuchiya. In your own words, who is Satsuko Tsuchiya? First and foremost, I'm Japanese. USA is my second home country, and English my second language. If I sound awkward, please forgive me. Second, I'm a dancer and third, a somatic therapist with the emphasis on somatic or body rather than psychological talk therapy. One thing I've, I learned in my American studies 
is the importance of critical thinking, critical writing, critical reading, critical speaking, and critical listening, and truth. Truth these days sometimes seems to take second place to money or power. But my life is always about truthful service. Right. That's wonderful. Can you answer the same question in Japanese? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a Nihonjin, and then America, and then え、ご、あ、せ、にか、第二国語ですので、え、もしかしたら話しするときに、え、リスナーの方は、なんか、おかしいと思うかもしれませんが、許してください。で、二つ目が私は、え、一応ボールームラテンダンサーです。そして、三
therapeutic and healing or are some more than others? Not all dance is therapeutic or healing. I think partner dance is particularly therapeutic and healing because it involves, in addition to dance, social skills that are important to somatic health. In regards to movement healing methods, how is the Japanese culture different from the United States? Let me see. <laughs> okay, okay. A key element that make dance of special importance in somatic therapy include breathing, posture, fluid movement, timing, rhythm, a partnership compromise, cooperation, touch, mutual respect and enjoyment. These are quite similar across cultures. Mm, but on the other hand, Japanese can find physical expression of emotion difficult. This makes partner dance even more important as a somatic therapy. It makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, yeah. It's hard to express emotions for Japanese. How are some dance elements, such as the one you just mentioned, posture, balance, collaboration skills, rhythm, flow, mutual respect, touch, how are these elements connected to the development of somatic therapy? I make a distinction between somatic therapy and somatic, somatic therapy. Somatic therapy relies more on talking about these elements in regard to an experience. Somatic therapy is almost entirely based on the experience itself. So my definition of somatic therapy is heavily influenced by the element it has in common with dance. Why is dance healing for the mind and the soul? Okay. Uh, mm, mm, mm. Somatic therapy is based on the, the work of Dr. William Reich. According to him, the mind follows the body and the soul follows the mind in healing. On the other hand, Somatic therapy is based on the work of Dr. Sigmund Freud. According to him, it's opposite. The body follows the mind and has little, if any, connection to the soul. So the body follows the mind. That made me think about the harmony in music, how we music inspires us to, to feel that connection, the alignment of body, mind, and soul, quotes and quotes. Question number six. <laughs> Is this sport also healing and therapeutic despite of its competitive nature? 
Can you please talk to me about modern jazz, ballet, and staged dance? The main difference is dance supported larger as partner dance. Partnering brings with important social skills that add prevention to the therapeutic and healing aspect of somatic therapy. How is the way we dance and move giving us insights about our psychological and emotional health? They provide insight into a person's individual nature. Based on this, one kind of somatic therapy may prove more helpful than others. What are the differences between men and women while expressing themselves through dance? Dance, in its highest expression, isn't about male or female. Dance is about movement and rhythm. These are what it means to be alive. That is so interesting. I always love to dance. Always. What is dance movement therapy? Okay, yeah. Well, one of my initial goals was to become a dance movement therapist. Later, when I began studying somatic therapy, I realized dance movement therapy was simply one of many forms of somatic therapy. Okay, so it's basically somatic therapy, the dance movement, the same thing. Yes. What do dance massage um, and dance movement therapy have in common? In my experience, they share the basic element of somatic therapy. These include breathing, posture, fluid movement, timing, rhythm, partnership, compromise, cooperation, touch, mutual respect, and enjoyment to be healthy and alive. I remember having a massage once and expressing, the body was expressing things that I didn't know. It was like... I was crying after the massage, and that was interesting. Like, oh, my God, why am I crying? So um, everything's connected, so so fascinating. I want to ask you a question about the blockage of energy flow. You wrote uh, in your book, traumatic events, whether physical, sexual, or psychic, not only result in persistent physical contractions of muscles, but also a blockage of energy flow. So my question is, would you say that somatic therapy is more effective than talk therapy for those who have been through traumatic events? I believe it depends on the individual and where they are in their recovery process. The most effective is what feels safer at that time. Oh, so safety is very important. It makes the mind, because trauma, um, the cause of trauma is very much connected to not feeling safe, right? Fear. 
What is energy flow? Okay, uh, energy flow is an instant concept that helps is a result of constant flow of internal energy. Energy. If that flow is interrupted, one experiences illness. If it's blocked, one experiences disease. In in somatic therapy, problems involving internal energy flow result in illness or disease. This changes the individual's mental state. Right. So that's probably what um, some specialists call the trapped energy. It causes a lot of problems. What are muscular blockages, relaxed breathing, orgasmic release? And what causes muscular blockages and relaxed breathing? Any traumatic event in life can interfere with free energy movement. This is often expressed by tense muscles, unusual breathing, or sexual problems. Dr. Reich, the father of somatic therapy, mentioned that many blockages could be relieved through sexual orgasm. What is the difference between authentic movement and just body movement, active or passive? Mary Stark's White Houses, quote, Authentic movement, end quote, says movement must be perceived, not just sensed, in order to be authentic and powerful. Question number 15. The body reflects a person's mental attitudes rather than creates one's mental attitudes. Is this a fact, Satsuko? Yes, uh huh. Yes, uh, however, with somatic therapy, in order to change mental attitude, a person should first change the physical body. Oh, wow. So we need to change the body, the physical body, in order to change our mental attitudes. Yeah, yeah, first the physical. Question number 16. Creating movements encourage uh, clients to talk about their problems, talk through those issues, and resolve them. This is a, a statement that you made. This is a statement based on your personal and professional experience? Yes. Uh, however, this is a distinctly Freudian approach, somatic therapy. On the other hand, Dr. Reich's approach, somatic therapy, would emphasize changing the body to change the mind. For example, consciously relaxing tight muscles or adjusting breathing or posture would cause a change in mental attitude. That's fantastic. Great to hear something that has been proven that the body can change the mind. Yeah, I, I believe. 
Um, my final questions to you. Yes. What is your definition of well-being? Well-being, uh, rather than say something like it's the absence of illness or disease, I think of it in a more positive way. It's not just about feeling good, but being able to recover more quickly and fully from adversity. That means prevention. One of the best indications of well-being is the ability to honestly smile. Other indications include the breathing, good posture, good muscle tone, and cardiovascular reserve, as well as comfort, touching and being touched. I love that, what you said about uh, being able to honestly smile. That is great, because mm -hmm. that's it's freedom of the body showing peace, right? Freedom. Yeah. What are three things about life you know for sure? Three, okay. Uh, one, if one believes both true and hard faith, people can change, hopefully for the better. Two, individual people are always variable. Three, the world isn't negative, negativeness. Illness and disease occur in the absence of light. Even the smallest bit of light will dispel darkness and negativity. One only has to believe this, have faith and keep trying. I like that. Have faith, keep trying, uh, constant change, right? Because we are changed. Life is changed. Everything's a flow. Yeah, don't give up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, where can we find more information about you, your books, uh, your services and projects? Uh, I maintain several websites. Uh, my publisher's website, www.savantbooksandpublication.com. And my author's website, www.setscotchia.com. And my blog called Futari Blog at futari.yorasai.com. I maintain that this website. Thank you so much, Satsuko, for your contribution to well-being. I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye for now. Mahalo. Bye. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Satsuko Tsushia, please visit her website, satsukotsushia.com. That is S-E-T-S-U-K-O-T-S-U-C-H-I-Y-A.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. I want to thank the Patreon members, Lawrence McGrath, Mark Basden, Terry Clayton, and Aidan Vickrock. 
thank you again for listening and bye for now.